All right, I'm hitting record on this thing. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to episode 80, Jungle Brothers Podcast. I'm back. It's Joey here. We've got Paulie. we got T with us. It's the regular trio. Um, Howdy. I can't hear an echo in your mic. In my voice? Can what you hear that? No. Was it that left hook I gave you last night? Boom. I've been away for two weeks. Uh, we missed the episode last week. Apologies. That's what happens when I'm not around. Um, shit starts to fall to pieces around here. But they did record the week before. We had Dills running the thing or Dills jumping on the show, filling in for me. T, Paulie talking about politics and health. I haven't gone back and listened to that myself, but I'm quite excited to. Maybe. Maybe it's going to activate me a little bit. Let's see. <laughs> and I'm definitely less motivated to listen to it because, frankly, I'm not speaking on it. Well, yeah, I was just about to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got uh, two awesome events coming up. We've got the Persian Yoga Intro Workshop, Strength and Conditioning of Ancient Persian Warriors, being taught by the man Kashi, a man who lives this lifestyle. And he'll be teaching that here at JB's on the 14th of November. If you're interested in that, get at us. Um, we also have, and this is not open to the public, but I want to tell you guys about it. We've got a fight night on the 12th of December. Um, Paul, you want to give us a little rundown on what, what we've got going on the fight night? What is it? Okay. Um, it's an internal gym uh, kind of competition night. Um, there's a range of different fights ranging from, uh, you know, jiu-jitsu, submission grappling with the gi, no-gi version of submission grappling. Uh, there's one MMA type match, uh, boxing, kickboxing. Um, and it's just for the members in the gym to get a bit of a taste of, um, you know, preparing towards a fight and actually having a bit more pressure. So the sparring will it'll be still padded and stuff for, uh, for headgear and for shin pads, etc. But um, just a different set of pressure and heavier rounds too. Um, so the idea is we're going to have, we haven't f- completely locked in all of the, um, the event details in terms of like how many people we're going to have in here. Um, but what the idea is we, we're limited because of COVID, but we'll have it live streaming. Um, oh, and yes. Two camera live stream setup um, and available to the public. Small donation for charity type thing. Fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, we want so. and we want we want to make it like an awesome fight night. We want folks to tune in. Oh and watch yeah, 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 yeah. Some beers, some popcorn. If you look at the whiteboard over there, like the the team, there's already kind of twelve people on the the team of what's going to make it happen. From yeah. the organizers to the broadcast team, there's Ring an announcer. Boys. There's a there's a card person. Might oh, be a yes. guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty slash funny. Girl, yep. Yeah, hype man. Time, you know, time keep it like. I see. I'm a commentator. I'm super pumped for that. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such an awesome idea. Yes. Well, it all came from, um, yeah, Jared. Uh, sorry, Jared. Bloody Dylan calling someone out. Uh, one of the other coaches calling out another coach, and then it just kind of grew momentum from there. The only way to get a fight these days is to start calling people out. Yeah. you got to put yourself out there. T, yeah. you're not fighting. No. Why not? You're prepping like you are, though, because he thinks- oh, I'm just beating everyone up. <laughs> be honest <laughs> do you think who wants to fight me there's bro? not competition enough where, for you where who, who, you you should fight me <laughs> but your knees busted so i would wrestle you you'd wrestle me yeah i think that would be great wrestle me bro i reckon that would be an awesome uh battle that'd probably that'd be a good one because you wouldn't be able to jujitsu me it's true and you wouldn't be allowed to be on like the idea is to not be on your back yeah that's right it'd be really hard for me yeah yeah <laughs> Be <laughs> re- I'll consider it. I don't See think I need to be up feels, for it, but I'd be up for it. You'd be I got wrestling it? shoes now. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, sick. I well, got one of them, them masks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, uh, yeah, those masks. Yeah, the, oh, the, the ear masks. Like Mirko Krokop head kicked that guy wearing the mask. That one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the the Mexican ones. They're the uh, lucha libre. I wear one of them. Yeah. You'd be a luchador. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight. I'll just pretend it's me and put like. Some other massive coconut in it. <laughs> <laughs> Get one of Rob Whitaker's wrestling buddies from out of Smitten Grange. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'd be up for that. You'd be up for that? Yeah. He, he's kind of- I'm calling you out. He's, here it is. Right here now. Here it is. On, on the, over the podcast. Fuck, I'm keen. Your, I'm tempted. Your reputation is all your jiu-jitsu buddies, <laughs> all your black belt be watching. are going to be like, there's the white belt calling out the, the brown belt. Joe, you need to sort him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's been training like- uh, like he's got to fight because there's a lot of these matchups and we're kind someone's of someone's going to pull out someone is and, and I'm going to have to step in yeah you have to step in and 
fight deals just or something. Someone, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you'd be a good feeling guy. Yeah. That's like Michael Chandler's filling in for the UFC next weekend. Yeah, Michael Chandler, that new yeah, guy yeah, yeah, UFC yeah. bot. Well, he's trained. Yeah. He doesn't have a fight on that car, but he's just he's the substitute he's for Gaethje Khabib. Yeah. Wow. So they do, do they have that all the time now? Like, just someone ready to jump in? I think they prep? do. I don't know. At if least it's an official. Yeah. I don't position think it's official. that the UFC like fulfills. Right. But these guys know, like, well, there's a chance. I'm fucking. I'm ready to go. Well, if someone dies in a weight cut or something, like an injury or something, isn't there? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's really common. It's hugely common. Mm. Well, this is a great segue because we're talking about fighting today. A um, couple of things. We're going to expand a bit on the fight night idea. Spend, um, sort of give a bit of context about that for folks. But uh, we want to have a chat about fighting in general and why we do it here at the gym and why, as you would know, being an avid listener, that fight, lift, move is the methodology that we're really that we've created and that we're spreading here. And I guess for a lot of people who don't have much exposure to the fight realm and maybe don't train in it or haven't you know, trained in it in the past, it might seem a little bit, um, well, they might not be sure why we do it and they might not understand what the importance is of combat training for a regular person who is just trying to get a little bit healthy and fitter. Um, they might confuse it with something like boxer size, which uh, is, would be really bad. So we want to explain to them why it's different. I guess I just want to give a bit of context to folks. T-Bone, you want to tell us what do we do in terms of the fights? What do we do here? What's been the, the, the methodologies of our fight game at JB's? Uh, well, we do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and we, and we strike. The striking is a, a combination of kickboxing, Muay Thai and boxing. Uh, it's always been a part of our philosophy, even before we were, te- well, we, even before we were taking fight classes in our gym, it's always been uh, a part of our philosophy. It's been part of our image, you know. So and that, um, was, that was that was largely because it was part of our lives. Yeah, it? it was part of our practice. Yeah, and it was always something that we wanted to bring into our own our own uh, gym space. Uh, the necessity of it. Uh, there's a few reasons why. Uh, we find it important. One is a, um, it is a, uh, it is a method of self-expression. It is an art, and everyone can do it. Uh, the, the thing I love about uh, watching people develop uh, their fighting skills, and you don't have to be a fucking professional fighter to do this. You can go from absolute beginner and get yourself to a blue belt or whatever it is, or white belt with some stripes or the equivalent of in, in striking, but you start to build your own interpretation of, of, a, uh, of, a, of an art. You know? So the stuff that works for, for you is not necessarily, Joe, I'm putting it, it's not necessarily going to be Fucking the pointing most efficient me out a lot today. Uh, for, for Paul to use. You know? So Paul's <laughs> got different leverage, different height, different weight. He's maybe probably a bit faster, you know, Oh, you think? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Probably a little fitter. <laughs> Look at the expression on Paul's face. <laughs> so he's smudgy. But his style is going to. His style is going to. Yeah, it's going to adapt to to what what to to what he does best. But this empowers an individual because a lot of people will come into, uh, you know, a, a gym and they feel like, oh, you know, I'm not a fighter, and then all of a sudden they realise that, you know, having stumpy legs or having a little bit of a belly can work in their favour yep. if they start to utilise that. I look at a jaw when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at my stumpy legs and my belly, bruh? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I'm just because I'm still friends with him. Just yeah. defending him a little. Uh, yeah, I'm so I can wreck this dude on fight night. He's got real full mouth in it. Yeah, you, go, you you know, but you know what I'm what I'm saying. Like yeah. you you find your style, and yeah. and um and I think this is really nice because in standard gym, uh, and we've talked about this before. There's this gray zone and it, where there's competition on the on the gym floor and i don't think it's healthy because if you're getting injured doing a strength and conditioning you're not doing it right you're not supposed to get injured doing strength and conditioning the whole point of it is to start to, to make you not get injured yeah. when you do things like jiu-jitsu or striking so we have that space for you to get injured yeah or to take your car out for a, for a wrap around the racetrack but it also gives you this black and white line as well in the gym where on the bottom floor, you're getting your body stronger and more durable and fitter. 
and on the top floor, you're testing it, you know, you're forging it. So on that, on that thing about the, um, the place where you can injure yourself, right, which is like the, the, the wild, where you can, where you can do jujitsu, where you can fight, it is, it is understood that there's, an, there's a higher element of risk there. Um, why, talk, talk to me about that risk and what, you know, like, because people listening could think, well, I don't want to get injured, so I'm not going to do that because injuries are bad and that's a simple, that's an easy decision for me to make. But what we're trying to say is, well, man, now maybe you should consider it. Maybe it's not actually a bad thing. Can you guys expand on that for me? Well, it's a bit like the, the, the strength and conditioning or the downstairs um, training portion as well. Like, uh, it's not just the movements, but it's how you approach the exercise, how you understand it. And like, when you go upstairs, like, and you say you're doing martial arts, it's, it's not just the movements, but it's like how, because I see the martial arts as like a big, or, or learning it like a big personal development tool. It's really great for the individual to try and get better at something that's, you know, pretty hard physically, but it's also pretty hard, um, like, mentally, you've got to measure the risk. Um, you need to go in there with a certain level of maturity, um, if you find like, usually you're going to come up where you kind of come up sore somewhere or a little bit injured, but, uh, to the, you know, you build some maturity about how you approach your, your practice. That's part and parcel with the learning. So there's always going to be a bit of risk, whether it's upstairs or downstairs. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the risk is inherent it to is. any kind of physical practice. Yeah. And you get better uh, at how you kind of. And well, hopefully the idea is that you get better at assessing that risk and, and um, you know, seeing lots of people come in there and maybe go too hard and uh, come out a bit injured and a few steps back, they have to take a few weeks off and, and hopefully they learn from that experience and then mature in how they insert themselves into the, the wild, as you put it before, and then they can keep developing further after that over time. You know, the only way that you're going to progress in martial arts is by developing a maturity, I'd say. Yep. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. There's a real uh, emotional uh, attachment to martial arts that I think is um, uh, it, it's overlooked uh, until you go to a foreign, like someone else's gym and, you know, you put some gloves on at sparring night and, or, or you, you have your first fight or your first comp or whatever it is and then you realise, okay, that, that feeling comes back. Um, people will get that in their first, first session on a, on a martial arts floor and you tend to forget it because you get used to the environment. But this, um, this uh, feeling of um, having to deal with your emotional response mm-hmm. when you're thinking about what's to come, you know what I mean? Like this anticipation, the anxiety... Um, these these emotions that you that that build from from sparring with someone who's a similar size to you that you know has been training for you know hard for the last four weeks and you've had a couple of weeks off that that feeling uh, of ha- having to check like look at yourself and check your ego and and then when you're in the heat of it knowing how to mm-hmm. regulate your emotions it's it's an that in itself is an art and it's a it's a practice and it's a discipline. And it comes in handy for everything in life. Dealing with your children, uh, you know, maybe having a a, 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 um, a, a, de- a debate with your wife, um, business, like having control over, and you don't necessarily want to suppress emotion, but you want to be able to 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 regulate it and and be aware of it and know that once it starts to take control of you, then you start to generally start to lose the fight, you know? Yeah. So it's a really good tool. Just, I think as a life tool, it has so much translation over to everything else to do, you know? So it's that something, yeah, something that I pick up in that is that, that dealing with stress and, and, and being put into really uncomfortable situations. Mm. Like, it's, a, it's a conflict zone. And it is highly uncomfortable. Some of it, like it's yeah, fucking awful, but that's the beauty of it is the contrast. Once you get out of it, mm. Or you realise it's not actually a life and death situation. It's just training. Yeah. And that person got the better of you and mm-hmm. now class is over. Yeah. You can like go home and- Totally. You know, your mates, but it's like, fuck, like that, there's a relief in that. Or mm. there's, there's almost like it, it, it recalibrates what you, how you perceive the rest of your life. 
Or you just like go home and stew over getting bashed. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. How did that happen? And you just you can't look at I'm them. I'm training yeah. every day until <laughs> yeah. the next time we meet. <laughs> it can easily become that, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's there. why blue belts in jiu-jitsu disappear. Is it really? Yeah. That's, that's the that's the, the that, that's what I think it is. I think it's um I think it's that they too much pressure on themselves. You, yeah, you work real when you start jujitsu. You get really into it; it's really fun, and then you put in all this effort to get your blue belt, and you and you don't really have any expectations on yourself because you're just a white belt. So you're just like going at it, and then you get given your blue belt, and then you realize, then you start. I mean, you you start to become aware of really how far, you, like how much you don't know, and you're still getting your ass kicked by you know other people, and even yeah, you know, sometimes white belts are still kicking your ass, like and. Oftentimes, it's just easy to get disheartened because you're like, you put this pressure on yourself, I'm a blue belt now, I should be kicking ass, but you're not. And then I think for a lot of them, they're like, man, I gave it a really good run and I got to where I am, but I just can't fucking muster up the energy to keep going. Mm. But it's all because of how you perceive where you're at. It's all because you have these expectations and these sort of, that you think it should be a certain way. And, And then, you know, for the people who continue with it, they're the ones that like realize, oh no, this is just a part of the process and there's ups and downs and I'm going to go through periods where I suck and, and then, you know, um, come out on the other side. Um, but yeah, there's this common trend that blue belts do disappear. Like Paul. I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. I, um, I'm right I, here, I, come I, get me. I don't know what, maybe that's why my jujitsu um, practice has been so sustainable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so much. Never got the blue. Put, yeah, I'm not going to put myself in that. Yeah, situation. I don't think you want it, man. Don't get it. <laughs> the belts don't mean anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to find that out on fight night. <laughs> uh, look at this skinny guy. He looks more like a dancer. This guy. A funny, funny note yesterday. Um, Fucked up fight was um, shocking, fast, and absolutely. I was, I was watching a little um, MMA news yesterday on YouTube mm. and um, uh, something came up with Adesanya and it was a, the footage of him like walking out of the ring from that fight dancing. Yes. And uh, Hattie, our little girl, saw it and Hattie, like she just glanced at the screen and she's like, ha, that guy's so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. No wonder he's got such a complex about it. I know. Man, he needs to leave Costa alone. Well, I yeah, it's true. He's been pretty fucking it's ruthless. Unclassy now. It is. But the other thing mind was it. is that Costa Costa came Costa <laughs> came at him young? before the fight. Like yes, Costa, yes, yes, yes. Costa yeah, he was very the, rude. Yeah, he brought the trade, and he's like, you, you know, like he tried to be on that level yes. with Adesanya, and I think that was his mistake. Is like, yes. you're never going to beat him at, at the at that game, so don't even try. I saw they interviewed Anthony Johnson about it, and he's like, man, like Costa. Costa came at him and then he got fucking dusted up. And so Adesanya did this and he's like, Costa needs to just shut up now. Like, yeah, he shouldn't yeah. have kept you talking know? afterwards. Yeah. Oh, DC was making a funny interview about it and he was like, just leave him alone, Adesanya. He's dead. He's already <laughs> dead. He's dead, homie. Leave him alone, man. I feel sorry for him. So funny. It's true, hey? It's really just, yeah. I can talk on the, the risk <coughs> aspect a little bit about the, the fight thing. Um, the me having my knee injury and the related surgeries and stuff, um, you know, that's like the, the perspective there, like for a lot of people when I talk to them, you know, like I, I'll meet newer people at jujitsu and they'll be like, oh man, I heard you got a knee injury. What happened? I'm like, oh, I tore my ACL. And they'll be, and then they'll ask, oh, how'd you do that? And I'm like, oh, I tore it here, like training with, with Adam, like our coach. And they'll be like, oh, fuck. Like you see someone, they're like, holy shit. Like, is that what's going to happen to me or whatever? And in the same way, I talk to people here in the gym about it. And they're like, oh, you poor thing. Like, that's fucked. Like, I hear that's really bad. And I'm like, yeah, like it really, it's really not, a, you know, it's not a great experience, right? Like, Paul, you had, you know, you tore your, your um, tendon and whatever. Achilles. Achilles. Uh, Achilles. But um, the, you know, like you don't really wish a long-term injury on yourself or anyone. But the kind of perspective I, that I have with it is like, man, I've been training jujitsu for, I, I was thinking about last night, I think it's 12 years, like 12 years of like up and down. I haven't trained consistently the whole time, but basically 12 years going really hard. Like, you know, th- putting my body on the line at training, just falling back on all of my athleticism and without any kind of consideration of, 
oh, I might get hurt here or whatever. Like, and that's, I think you guys can identify with that same feeling. Like we, we don't, we don't train as much like that now that we're a bit older, but through your 20s, you just fucking go for it, right? Yeah. And uh, this is the first like major injury I've ever had. And I'm like, well, 12 years of kind of reckless abandon to now have, you know, fucked up my knee and have to have a surgery. And it's probably going to be about a year and a half once it's all said and done. I'm like, it's really not a huge price to pay no. in my opinion. And it was a very, it was an unfortunate accident it wasn't like um, it's not a typical you, had, um, you know like you, you you didn't it wasn't reckless no no not at all oh no no, no the accident was like stepped one way one my weight ones. went yeah it was just a you know it's the same thing that could have happened playing soccer could have happened fucking i mean we know Slipping that it's over happened a banana to people, yeah walking their dogs yeah. and shit like that like having it just a few it beers. Few beers, a little boogie, trying to fucking do the splits on the dance floor. No biggie. Oh, it's <laughs> not. But but you know, so it's like you got to put it in perspective for um, all the all the all the all the everything you've gained from those twelve years. Yeah, that's know, right. Far out. The relationships, yeah. the experience, the 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 fitness. You know, yeah. the composition and the techniques and all of that stuff. So much health in there. You the know? techniques that I will fucking use on you well, that's, in the that's, fight night. That's, that's on where the you're wrong because you can't use any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did like one wrestling class <laughs> once, <laughs> like seven years ago. I'm going to use that shit. You can't use <laughs> can't use any of those arm bars, any of them leg locks, just or neck cranks, ankle hooks, or neck cranks only. But you know, there's it's um it's wrestling and punching will be our rule set. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking mad. Oh yeah, so that would be just great, like bro. Punch each other and wrestle and that's it. No kicking. It's just like <laughs> But you can only just punch ha- them when you've got them pinned. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> the Christmas party will be a week before that. You'll have your opportunity then. <laughs> Is that a good idea? Uh, yeah. We're talking about doing I Christmas should, party should we at not the end. Have it the other way around. <clears throat> I we think should. Christmas should come but after. Should, uh, yeah, but probably make more sense. We never have it in December because it's too busy for everyone. We've had it it's in the point. end of November for a long time because end of November key persons cannot make it. They got, oh. they got work. Christmas oh, that's, that is but cruel we, to whoever's on the card, including yeah, I know, yourself. I know. I don't. I, I'm Let's good at party. Switch the dates. Well, we have to think about this. We have to figure it out. You can't have a party one week before. I'm hoping people have less clear John Jones did. Observate, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he always fought like a champ. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping people have less Christmas party obligations this year. Yes, yes, yes. Given the state of things. You'd think so. We'll have to update you on the Christmas party plans. We've had oh, yes, discussions and developments. Yeah, while you're away. Okay, good. Good. I like to see that this development goes on when I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> so I had worried, the worried look in his eyes. Yeah. You should be worried. He came up with this awesome idea <laughs> where you get boats and fucking. Ooh, oh. <laughs> Who let the cat out of the bag? So um, the, there's a safety aspect to it. Um, I, I was thinking yesterday of a, a, a member of ours, I won't mention his name, who was kind of affected by the whole COVID thing and didn't, um, by the lockdown, like quite psychologically affected and, and took a break from the gym and didn't do any, uh, I had a quick chat with him and he said, oh, I've not been doing anything since the lockdown started. Like I've just been at home on the couch and I guess doing a bit of work from there. And he hurt himself. He said, yeah, I hurt myself doing nothing. And um, I thought about that, he hurt his knee. And I was like, that's funny. Like you hurt your knee doing nothing. And then, you know, I hurt my knee doing something. And I was just thinking about how everyone gets injured. Like you get injured, like the body breaks down, the body rebuilds itself, mm. breaks down. Everyone gets injured. The, the nature of the injuries can differ, but injuries are a, th- are a thing that we have to deal with anyway. So when you, when you look at it from that perspective, is there an increased risk? Like, do we see an increased risk of injuries or rate of injuries in our fight classes, as an example? I, I don't, I, th- I think there's a bit of a myth behind it, to be honest. I think... Um if you have a good gym with um, the right the right coaching, the right uh, culture, culture, then people uh, actually look after each other. And the injuries, I would say, statistically, and this is just a stab in the dark, would be the same as fucking tennis or golf or yoga. Any of those, yoga has actually the highest rate of injuries out of any group fitness activity mm. on the planet. Believe, believe that. I know. Mm. So, um, you know, I mean... If you're going to get injured, you may as well do it becoming a fucking 
beast, savage animal. Yeah. Why not? It's true. You know? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think if you're doing the right prep, uh, the, the other thing I've, I've noticed that the gyms that carry the most amount of injuries are the gyms that don't promote any form of accessory training work. Right. And then when you look at the gym, the guys that, that just do the combat. Did, yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and that's like any sport, you know, the guys at the climbing gym that only climb and don't do any other accessory work are the ones that are carrying the injuries. And it's the same with any other sport. So I think if you've got a gym that, that uh, acknowledges that area of training and then prioritizes it, then the chances for injury in that space would be much lower. When you're talking about professional fighting gym, that's different. There's guys are training and girls are training six hours a day and it's high intensity. They're carrying injuries throughout their whole professional career. <clears throat> but again, like any athlete, you know? Yeah. So, you yeah, know, I'd agree. I think that was a real, um, that was a real sort of cornerstone with us having fight, lift, move, like all three together was that we, we, we were doing that, right? We were driving around town, going and doing different things, training at different gyms, different people. Um, but we, we recognize that this kind of uh, niching of um, niching of different movement disciplines, like you have a jiu-jitsu gym, you have a boxing gym, you have a weightlifting gym, you have CrossFit, like where they just really just do the one thing that they're interested in, um, develops these imbalances and develops these these issues within the body because it is specialized. Like all of those different modalities are specialized. So by having a place where you can, you can dip your toes into a, a range of modalities, you kind of stop yourself from specializing and you, you broaden your physicality. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to say that because I've started my new programming with, the, with straps and, and handstands with, with um, a, a coach overseas. And um, What are the straps? Give us a little. Uh, they're an aerial device, apparatus, I should say, that... Um, Sounds like circus a drone. performers use and they're just two long pieces of material that hang from the uh, suspended ceiling and they have bearings that spin um, but they just allow you to be able to elevate and descend on them by rolling uh wrap your arm up. you wrap yourself in them in a way mostly um, around the the, the arm, testicles the arms usually. yeah good balls only mm, okay, nice. just hang yeah, I and like not, that. But um, yeah, you can <laughs> use your arms, <laughs> your yeah. legs, and uh, and um, you can create all these great shapes with the body. And I can't T do much. Climbs the straps with his all. glutes, but um, <laughs> just pinching his way up there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, give, give him a good clean after that. I saw. Um, did you ever see? Uh, I can't remember the name of the they show. Were white when La you bought them. <laughs> Did you ever see Last no. Soiree? No. Is that the Is that opera the house? bathtub one? Yeah, is the guy in the bathtub? Yeah, it was great. He was a fucking animal. Yeah, he's a What beast. is it? It was a kind of, it was a, a like an adult style circus show at the opera house. Mm. So um, it was quite dark. It had a bit of nudity. It was really good. And it was really just, correct me if I'm wrong, it was just like a small stage and they just had sort of one act at a time. Yeah, mm. it was great. And they just came through. And the, the, I think the last act was a guy in a bathtub and it's like, He's this jacked dude. I think he was wearing like jeans. Mm. And he's, yeah, the skin and he's, tight jeans. Yeah, and he's in the bathtub and there's like water in the bathtub and he's like sponging himself and stuff. And all the girls are like, yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then like the straps dropped down and then he just, it was like this sensual kind of strap routine where he kept coming into the water again and flicking his hair out. Yeah, the water it was really cool. He was a fucking beast. Is, that's just where you were inspired from maybe. Possibly. But I, I watched that show. I remember feeling... Um, I had body dysmorphia for about five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> kind of shrunk into my jacket. I'm like, oh my gosh, this dude's like, my wife's just like drooling. <laughs> I'm like, stop looking at him. <laughs> I could do that. Oh, such a good good actor. Can you fight but that, that? That's one. Yeah, and it's um, uh, it's a it's it, it's I'm loving it, but the programming has taken all the training out of my lower body and into my upper body. And after about a couple of months, I was like, man, I got to start using my legs again. I, f I felt myself starting to adapt to the, to the tools like it was like. And, and to be on straps or to be in a handstand, it's probably going to be a bit beneficial to have a little less weight in your legs. Of course. You know, because just all the strength is coming from the upper body. Shout out to all the calisthenics listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was good to get 
just to have that space to, to go, okay, well, I need to get back into getting strong down below and there's barbell and there's kettlebells and there's those guys doing it over there and jump in with them, you know? So there's always, there's, there's always enough space in the gym to, to give every discipline the, 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 um, the, the, the space that it needs to, to be able to express it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is great. And that's how we built the gym, like a film set. You can fucking clear the floor and create something new, new scenarios. So, um, yeah, it's really important. And I think if you are practicing a martial art and you're only doing that, you're, you're destined to break. Destined. Doesn't yep. matter what it is. Taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, doesn't matter what it is. You have to accessorize. You see it play out in plain sight in, in fight gyms, right? Like yep. I know in jiu-jitsu it's so clear that the, the, the high-level practitioners, the, the brown and the black belts, they're the ones with the most chronic injuries. They're the ones that are like hobbling off the mats. But, they're, you know, they're the biggest savages when you're on it. But they're like, they're always complaining. They're always stiff. They're yep. always fucking, you know, every six months they're out with that back thing or knee thing or whatever. But you've got these, you know, white belts who are coming in and they're quite fresh and not yet, you know, haven't sort of started to fall apart yet. But yeah, it, it, and it's funny, and, and they know they know that they should be doing stuff, but they kind of get addicted to that. I mean, you get addicted. That's the thing they yeah. want to do, isn't it? And you just feel like you're missing out. Uh, and I think um, that is, uh, yeah, it's a dangerous place to be. Whereas here, yeah, it's funny, like just watching uh, the, uh, the tides that happen in the gym. Like now that the fight night's on, there's just more people boxing and kickboxing, even if they're not competing and then you know someone will come out with some new tricks for uh you know doing the body weight training and everyone starts kind of doing a bit more of that and then someone comes in and does some big lifts and everyone's kind of doing a bit more of that it's you know it kind of travels in waves a little bit mm. but this is healthy because and, it, and it's almost like trends within the space but yeah i think um i think it's healthy and it's necessary and people are starting to recognize when certain areas of their training start to get neglected that um, they're reminded by looking across the room but someone else is doing something and you're like, oh, shit, I need to be doing a bit of that, that stretch, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's cool that we can uh, dictate the culture in this place. Not dictate, but we can kind of lay it out. Dictators. That's right. Um, we can lay it out for people because they – because we don't – like, say, we've got the jiu-jitsu thing that's like six days a week now that people can come and train jits all the time, but – and you see these members of ours who are really getting bitten by the jiu-jitsu bug, but they still come and they'll say no to a jiu-jitsu class and go downstairs and do lift or do stretch. Like they still hold, like all of the, those other classes hold equal weight for them to an extent. Um, whereas if you, I, I know, I mean, I talk, this is, this is my fucking life at jiu-jitsu. It's like I'm training and then in the rest periods and whatever, I'm helping my training partners deal with injuries. <laughs> They're like... Watch yeah, what I come and eat. <laughs> all the time. Oh, talk to yeah. Joey, man. He's the guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you, you should do some strength training. And they're all like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. What can I do? You know? and, like, <laughs> and it's like, man, like you, you just like, they're so indoctrinated and they're so addicted to that thing that now asking them to spend a couple of hours a week lifting some weights or doing some mobility work is just unreasonable. Um, and so, <clears throat> no, it was really, um, sad about that is that if they did it it's such a small amount of time to increase your performance on the mat by, by like 15 20 percent yeah yeah I mean? like it's huge it's fucking enormous like having strength advantage in any sport yeah is fucking you, you want it and not be in pain every morning yeah you know when you wake up all fucking pretzeled and not fucking be uncoordinated with you know 60 to 70 percent of the techniques because you can't get your legs in the right position like because your hips don't go there like there's so many benefits that come from it um but it's that yeah it's just it's it's really hard to get that through to and obviously there's a huge amount of people who are like open to it and take that advice on board but um but here because because and this is what i really like about how we we do the fight thing here is that we have people who train our gym who come from fight gyms so we have people who have, you know, gotten to great heights with jiu-jitsu or Thai boxing or whatever. But the majority of people that train here have come to us with almost no experience in those areas. And so they've started that fight journey with us. Mm. Yeah, so original members from our, our gym. 
Yeah, and so because they've started it with us, they're just open to whatever our advice is. And we're like, well, do a bit of this and do a bit of this and do a bit of this. And they're like, cool, no worries. Mm. You know, and it's like, fuck, you're just developing a, a well-balanced approach or well-balanced practice from day one. That's right. And you come out the other end not broken, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be broken to, to get your, your next belt, which is good. Um, you know what else I love about any kind of martial art is the fact that it can, and how much it can empower an, an individual um, posturally, uh, attitude-wise, everything. Like knowing that you're in a position where you can defend yourself, uh, you know, against someone that might want to beat, beat you up or just bully or even someone who's a verbal bully. Like this learning martial arts, I think, is, is so good at uh, empowering an individual. You can actually see changes in, in, in individuals as they start to get better. Um, and I, I get a lot of, lot of a big kick out of that, you know, especially with women. We have 50% of the practic- practitioners in our gym are female, especially now because domestic violence is on the rise coming into this recession. I think it's really important. So, yeah, it's, um, it's empowering. We've know? got so many women that train in the Fight Factory. I mean, and Jiu-Jitsu, but Fight Factory, I'm always blown away at, at how many females. There's sometimes more yeah. female sparring than there is males. Could yeah. that be true? Yeah, and there's, there's actually statistics that show that women that train martial arts are, are less prone to, to domestic violence or, right. or being victims in general. Yeah. I believe yeah. that. On the street, at the bar, at home. They're just more likely to kick your ass, you know? Yeah. And you think about the kind of male that's going to pick on a woman anyway, they're generally going to pick on the one that's showing all the, the attributes of, of like physical weakness. Yeah. But if you have, um, I mean, you look at Fee, she's like, well, I don't know, she's about 45 kilos, but she can deadlift 95 kilos. She's doing really well at her jits. No one's going to pick a fight with her. You know what I mean? Like she'll nah. bite And she's back. from fucking Liverpool. Yep. Liverpool. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Liverpool in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, she's, she's, not, she's not going, she, she'll, she should never be that, uh, that victim. You know? Yeah. And, and a lot of that has got to do with the fact that she, she's a, she's a, she practices martial arts, mm. you know, and she's strong. On that, and I guess there's, um, there's, a, there's a correlation between that, like having fight experience and fight skills and then also being confident sort of on the street and being able to handle yourself. But it's not, it's not necessarily that you are like equipped with these deadly techniques and so no one wants to fuck with you. No, you don't even, you're probably never going to use it. But it's almost like, it, it's just, it goes back to somehow how you sort of carry yourself, doesn't mm. it? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And you can, you can see it in individuals, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's telltale signs of confidence, uh, you know, when, you, when you're talking to someone and you think, oh, okay, I'm not going to mess with this guy or girl. Yeah, you know? I'm going to go roll that guy instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never rolled anyone in my life. I got rolled yeah, heaps of times. <laughs> did, you, did you? Yeah, I got rolled a um, couple times. I got rolled for $5. Did you? Yeah, I did. I got rolled for a mobile phone and my wallet, which had 10 bucks in it. Did Paul would have never been rolled. Did you get never rolled? Been rolled. The family's too big. Nah, I'm just fucking friends with everyone. I go with a big <laughs> smile. No one wants to roll me. <laughs> Smiling assassin. Yeah, I probably deserved it. Um, very serious topic <laughs> about the uh, the female empowerment. However, did anyone see that uh, that video? It's on. It's been on the internet for years. It's like CCTV the push footage. Kick one. Yes. Oh <laughs> oh that's the best. It's basically like CCT footage over the shoulder of like a, the counter. A front counter like of some hotel business. or something. Yeah, hotel, and the, and the woman's like standing, like facing the camera, and some guy comes by. Big, yeah, big, it's, like, like big, muscly dude. And, did, and she's wearing like a like a mini like skirt a, a and mini high skirt heels. And, high heels. And, and like he goes to take a bag, or does he touch her? I think he was <laughs> doing a bit of touchy touchy. She it, it looks yep. like she's some Muay Thai prize fighter. She Fuck freaking push know. kicks the shit out of him. She gives him one big one, like just just one. Like tap, and it was and like then he's like, he's, he's like, yeah, he sizes up to her. He's like, I want to fucking like to hit her, and he goes in again, <laughs> and she puts some power behind it. She ends up pushing him like through like the fucking door, yeah, like, like, like just Jesus, yeah, him. and she's like holding. St- I think she's the holding something. She's just she's like got a 
pulls her knee right up and like the, the spine flexes and then it's right, bang, boom and she's just like push kicks this guy like holy a shit. dozen times half a dozen times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, awesome. it's a really good video how yeah, cool yeah yeah I had a really nice <laughs> moment with my daughter about martial arts actually we were talking about it and I asked her if she would be interested in like you know practicing some form of self defense mm. and she's like oh, what sitting there kind of thinking about it and she's like what am i why why like why like question i said well at some point in life there's there's asshole that there'll be an asshole out there that will want to potentially hurt you and this is just the reality of being a woman you know what i mean it's it it at, at some point you could argue for a man for too, a man right? as well yeah but yeah. even more so for a woman because yeah. they're always going to have uh, a little less uh, strength behind them and um, yeah, she turned around and said, okay. And it was like a definite, okay, yeah, want to learn, learn how to fight. <laughs> cool. That was great. <laughs> yes. Yes. What was gonna, that? What are you going to try? Yes. Um, I, I'm going to kind of leave it up to her a little bit. So I will probably do a little bit of striking. Um, I think she would do really well on the mats. I, I feel like uh, jits and, and, and wrestling as a grappler. Yeah, because we we wrestle all the time anyway, and she's very strong for her size and really mobile, and she just knows how to use her weight. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I'd love to be able to get her on on the mats. Be awesome. So good. Yeah, should be a little weapon. That'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, we need to start the kids' classes so I don't have to fork up someone else's gym. Because <laughs> I fucking fortune all these bloody yeah. kids' classes. They just they chase a ball around me. the class for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 40 bucks there, 20 bucks there, <laughs> ballet, acro. Crikey. Did I see Pavel's looking at, talking about putting a kids' program together? Yeah, yeah, Pavel. Cool. Yeah, Pavel and um, maybe Pavel and Ty might pe- team up and I do like it. a – like a mixture of stuff over a certain time slot. Fight, lift, move, kids program. Yep. That's fucking awesome. I think awesome. that's oh, a great so idea. So exciting. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's so much here we can offer kids. Uh, yeah. And they love the space. Pavel's so. a wrestling coach here for listeners. He's a new wrestling coach here, right? He's the guy that's going to be fighting you on fight night, bro. Talk to us about that. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, the fight's... We put all together these fights. So there's about 12 fights on the fight night card. And um, most of it was orchestrated by Tiora. It was quite masterful, Joe, if you were here. But you you can paint a vivid picture because you know how he works. Yeah. he's we, we got them all on the whiteboard here. We got the stickies and we're moving them around, looking at weights. It was great. A, a few um, think tank Sessions where we're moving them around and yeah, getting we feedback we from people. Deals. Yeah, yeah. T's been on the phone calling him and um, <laughs> telling people different stories. Right, yeah. selling it to oh. the individual. Oh, based yeah. on yeah, what? Yeah, 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 they need. But we all know that it's going to be great for them, and everyone needs a little <laughs> bit of a push here and there. Um, it was good. Um, and just a little push, and and you know the you know the people that need a bit of push, push, and then the ones that you shouldn't be pushing. T's the Uncle you know. Dana. Basically, Basically, I'm Don, Don King. So I'm in the gym downstairs and someone comes up and goes, oh, hey, Pavel just signed up for the fight night thing and he says he's fighting you. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And I can see Pavel outside. And I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And I said, they said, oh, he wrote MMA on there. And then, um, and then Pavel's outside, he comes in and he's got this guy just – Smiles if you've never met him. He's ear to ear smiling all the time, very often. And he comes in, he's like, hey, Paul. He shakes my hand. He's like, yes, yes, I'm fighting you. I'm fighting you. We're fighting, right? And I'm like, um. <laughs> I was like, straight away, I knew. I knew that T was sitting on his shoulder whispering <laughs> in his ear. Tiorid. I've been Tiorid, basically. And yeah. I asked him, T, and he's like, did T put you up to this? And he was like, yeah, we're fighting. Yeah, yeah. And he was kind of like nodding out. He was like, yeah, bastard. <laughs> So I, I felt T. It's a good matchup. Me in the, is it? Yeah. Well, you haven't been giving me much confidence there because every time we talk about it, you're like, holy shit, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's granite. It's basically all the chat he's around so it. All he's the chat around this conversation strong, right? is about how amazing Pavel is and there's been no confidence <laughs> in me whatsoever. <laughs> but um, well, he's just fuel to the He's an fire. accomplished wrestler, but mm. he will be striking. So, you know, you got you to gotta make 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 – Make of that what you will. 
but mm-hmm. the, the, you you know, I mean, it's obvious Paul's going to have the advantage with the hands and the feet. Mm-hmm. Pavel's going to have to get hold of you mm. to get to get to, mm. to to do his magic. So it's going to be the classic in fight out fight scenario. Yes, yeah. So um, exciting. Uh, I I would be lying if I said I didn't want this because I've always wanted to have a bit of a challenge That's why like I this. I said to you, bro, you wanted I know. you want this. I wanted you, but <laughs> you're too heavy. <laughs> T, I probably am. Tina, I, I was chasing T for a week or You'll two. You'll need to drop a loop. I was like, kilos though. I've already dropped or almost one. In, yeah. yeah what, I'm, what's I'm your weight now? One in a month. It was because you went 90? to the toilet 90? for what a you poo. No, nah, and the last, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, your I'm, I'm, I'm at 88.7. I'm, I'm 91 at the moment. But this okay. is the funny thing is because I was like- But I'm 91 lean. Exactly. <laughs> this is funny to remind you. I, I, was, I was after 91 penis skin covering my <laughs> yeah. body. And I was asking you for like a week and a half. And I was like, T, come on. And you know, I'm the underdog there and I just want something that scares me and you know, that to, work, to work towards. And then eventually after a week and a half, we were like, he was like, you know, we're the same way. It's like, but you've got, I've got nothing to lose here, but you'll start training and you lose. So basically yeah, he's telling you'll me- you'll start dropping weight. He's lean and I'm not that lean. And it's true. Yeah, I'm not no, that lean. You, you'll be able to tr- <laughs> cut back to something close to Pavel's weight, but I think you'll still probably be the heavier individual out of the two. Yes. I think he'll be 86 and he'll be, I think he might be 83 two, or something 80, like yeah, that. 83. Yeah. He, won't, so anyway, he won't tell us his weight. I'm an underdog. Really not. Yeah, I've asked him a few times. Oh, I hasn't. think he's worried that we'll say he's too light for Paul. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway. Great. It's, yeah, it's on. I got some training to do. I'm still coming back from a groin tear. And um, yeah. Shoulder. Shoulder. Shoulder's Neck. pretty damn good. Neck. Neck. <laughs> it's got that back thing, obviously. The back thing. Scab on my <laughs> knee. <laughs> the dry skin on my elbow. Yeah. It's psoriasis <laughs> right. That's my hook. Yes. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, yeah, you, who you else is fighting? Who else have we got? We got uh, we got the main event, Ty and Dills. Yeah, yeah. that's we'll the main event. GM of and our and our office assist. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. Dills manager. fighting his protege. <laughs> yeah, Dills. Dills is gonna Dills is gonna have uh, his um, his work cut out for him, and I think Ty is gonna have his work cut out for him as well. It's a pretty even matchup that one. Again, another classic in fight out fight. Ty's a bit of a power hitter. Dill's got the length. There's going to be a three round with um, three girls, jiu-jitsu Has girls. Has he got the length? Have we checked the reach there? Because Ty's a, Ty's a long is leg. It, is it potentially, yeah, we should do. Yeah, we need to like do stats. like fight stats. stats. Yeah, yeah that's right. We do a little photo shoot of every, each person. Yeah. And we, then like do the tail of the tape. Yeah, we got to do We got to do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that could be the marketing off. material. I wanted to yeah, get yeah. that. Like if we put it on Zoom, I was like hoping we could comp in the background would be like the street fighter Chung Lee saying, <laughs> yeah. get the chicken in the cage and the people going, ah, ah, <laughs> yeah, ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> little fire on the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the tape would be good. I think the tape's a good idea. Tail of the tape. Yes. That's yeah, a must. Um, so yeah, that one's going to be fun. It's funny because you said the GM and his protege, they're fighting. And, and, and all the way down the list, a lot of these people are actually just training with each other. Well, I trained Pat- yeah. with Pavel the other day. And I'll go to learn wrestling in his wrestling class on Is Fridays. he a bit like um, Khabib? The way he... Um, is it that loopy kind of... No, no, no. He's, no, got, no. he's actually way got tighter. Good, good, bo- good boxing. He's way right. tighter. Mm. Yeah, he's rotation. Dude, he's got lots of power in close. I can imagine. I just don't want to be anywhere close to the guy. Yeah. No. Anywhere. No, you don't. But he doesn't want to be on the outside either. No. No. Can you knee? You guys doing knees? Well, I don't think we it's going to be no. knees are going to be it good sucks. for you. I think the rule sets in his favour, personally. Fuck you. Do you yeah. reckon? Yeah. You have to what, just what, go Robbie Lawler. All, all it is is striking and then you get a point for, for takedown and pin. Is that right, Joe? Uh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah. We are just talking about the knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand back up. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to control on the ground. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, would be yeah. in his favour if it continued on the ground. But then we yes. just watch you like lying on your back for three. Rounds. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> well, he he could probably pin me up against the cage and not let me fall, and just beat me up against the side. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. a bit of that. <laughs> like just with one underhook, probably. Bang, I'll be like bang. trying to drop so we can stand back up, separate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, well, he would probably get you up against the cage or the wall uh, and take you down. Yeah. Because then he'd get points for the takedown. Sure, 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 sure. So I'd say by, yeah, if you I got guess. up against the wall, he, he would 
it would be very difficult for you to stop him from taking you down. Mm. That would yep. be my yeah. my prediction. So it's all in the hand of the judges. Do they favour the the picking off the, the strikes to the head, the body? Or, the, or do well, they like the takedowns more? There's one know? clear way to end this and it's KO. It's KO, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm getting <laughs> at, right? Which is going to be very difficult with 16-ounce gloves and headgear. Mm. Are you guys doing sixteen ounce gloves? Yeah, yeah, they gotta be. He he he's he gotta be adamant that we we can't we have someone it. dying. Oh, well, that's why it's very hard for him to wrestle with those things. Well, that's that's <laughs> why he, you. he's appealing to me that we need MMA gloves. Oh, he said because uh, we can't lock the hands. I was like, yeah, um, <laughs> he'll, but he'll still be able to take you down with gloves on. Oh, yeah, that easily, I I assure I, I assure you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hey hey hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. See what I mean? Joe's been like this the whole week. <laughs> Two weeks. But he knows that's Probably what you need. Probably one arm and glove. You know? <laughs> I think he thinks that's what you need. Do you need that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't need that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we got, well, you know, those finer details mm. we'll sort out this week, I think. Mm. Yeah, we got to sort, sort all that out. This week, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, uh, going through like that list of people. For the last three weeks, still yeah. shaking his head. The, it was hard to match people up because we've got a limited pool. Like it's kind of limited. Yeah, you know, but they uh, look very. They're, they're very well matched up. Given we a have lot of work. Stefan and David. Oh, yep. yes. both from France. Nice. Both. Both. They're probably the only people on the card that can actually box, which is nice. That's yeah. We'll be able to see yeah. a fight. Some technique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which that's going to be great, and and they're very they're they're the same weight, which is good as well, and and they've they're, uh, they're well matched. Yeah, that's going to be one I'm really both, looking forward both to. Both specimens too, aren't specimens. they? Yes, both yeah, fit man. One's yeah. a little Stefan younger, is, uh, one's a bit older, but more experienced. Yes. I mean, Stefan, fucking oh. hell, he's, a he's gritty, had a lot he's of gritty guy. Yeah, he's had a lot of competitive experience, you know, yeah, professional handball and the likes, but yeah, that's plus good one box before. Um, there's some kickboxing matches, but yeah, the, I was going to try and say that the girls. Um, there's three girls. We're just looking at the board oh, the now. Chips. Yeah, it's gonna they're, cool. um, they're going to do a little three-way uh, competition. I love that. That's going to be no possibly gay. four because we're Fee talking might about be jumping that. in that. Mm. My, I think Gee might be a better. We we'll yep. think Gee might be a better option because they'll okay. be more technical. Yes, they'll be able to. Yeah, and you could get it. You could potentially get a. You have a high chance of a finish, whereas yep. a, 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 le, a lower technique no game match would just be a bit scrambly. Okay. Oh, that would be good to see a few like submissions. You want to see that, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to see some finalization. Mm. And we got uh, the 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 heavyweights, and they'll be probably no gi submission. Is that Walshy and Tony? Walshy and Tony. Yep. Nice. Uh, they've they've fought before in our JB games. Yeah. Tony's got old a, foes. Yeah. Timmy and Johnny, they'll be boxing. They've they've, they've fought. They've, they've yep. Twice. They've, they know each other well. And um and then we got uh we got to. Uh, Nikki and we've got Clarice. Amazing. Gonna be kickboxing. Mm. Ballsy, mm. man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Jumping. I mean, it's a scary prospect to jump in there, even, you know, for something as small yeah. time as our gym's fight night. Yeah, nerves are gonna be running yeah. high. For even yeah. like I'm just nervous watching. for you for all of you guys. Yeah. Not I'm nervous me. for you, Joe. You look at me. I'm really I'm fucking don't be nervous for me. I'm very mate. nervous for you. <laughs> I think you should be I'm worried about that me. knee I'm gonna target. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you, you know, another Robocop thing <laughs> for another six months. I'll you know? fucking take the break, brother. <laughs> for that one finishing I'll suplex. Break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll my, be like Zane Gay. Oh, if I can imagine that. My, my wrestling. Snap my neck. <laughs> my, my, my wrestling defense that. training oh, started oh, yesterday. Oh, that'd be my wrestling defense training started yesterday. Um, yeah, I opened my laptop and I hit Google. And I was like wrestling defense boots. So yeah, I'm yeah. in camp officially. Nice, bro. As soon as I started watching some wrestling videos, I was like, oh my God. I was like, they're like, I can just see Pablo putting like on the last round, you know, especially if it's a bit, bit of a flop in the middle there, I'm getting a bit tired, like just suplexing me. He's, he's probably going to do it at the, the end. The strategy. I'll save a head kick for him in the last round. He's re- just going to like yeah. <laughs> ragdoll the, legs over, yes. over tit. The, the strategy you should use <laughs> is not to hit him too hard. Until the, the last fight. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to get him angry. Poke the bear. He's like my head coach too. We're having a meeting after the podcast. If you're willing to give me more confidence, I'll switch head coaches. Yeah. Sorry, yes, man. You don't want to go to Joe for striking coach. <laughs> you come out looking like a crab. Both of you. Both of you. Come on, guys. 
Yes, yeah, so I like to stand square so that you get 100% <laughs> power from both arms. Uh, Vitor Belfort style. Yeah, that's actually it works. Yeah. I think, um, well, I mean, you're going to have to, it's all footwork for you, isn't it? And keeping that distance, mm. which is so, which is like, but sounds Pavel's easy. But got good but footwork. It, it's, sure, but, but Paul, I think Paul had <laughs> better <laughs> footwork <laughs> and, and better distance control. But that's, that's like, you more gotta, tools, but more tools. keeping that distance the whole time. I know. Who you got to be watching? You got to be watching Steve Miocic <coughs> videos. You got to be watching Robbie Lawler videos. Adesanya, these well, are the master distance controls. Yeah, yes, the issue I think um, is I have a height advantage or disadvantage. I'm very much taller than him, mm. and the cage is tiny. Last Small night spot. I sparred there a few rounds only, and I had people just chasing me down everywhere you go. And you know, it's getting short, shortened. It'll be oh, shortened. Oh no, no, no. Well, you have to because we need more people upstairs and. That's so that yeah, you can't have a that, bob, uh, that form, um, mm, you can't mm. have a rectangle. Oh, I see. You're yes, make it like no. a square. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be square. So yeah. <laughs> should just have a crowd of people, like a street fight, a line of them, and when you get to that side, you get kicked yeah, in. We should all wear back suits. In. Yeah, yeah. We should all be wearing suits and like flash them dollar bills. Nasuka, Nasuka. Bring cars in and just use the headlights from the cars to like illuminate the fight. Oh god. Kick the shit out of him. <laughs> definitely going to be a bit of that. So basically Especially once the beers start flowing. There's, there's walls everywhere. So, uh, you know. Very interesting. Yep. Very interesting. I'm excited, man. I know. I'm, well, yeah. the, and these are the, you know, this is the, you know, maybe there's people listening that don't watch much fight stuff. This is the, what, this is the strategy behind it, right? You have, mm. you have a striker. They want to keep you on the end of their punches and kicks. You have like a wrestler, a grappler. They want to close the distance and control your body. And so when you've got, say, with you and Pavel, it's like this classic matchup that T keeps referring to. And it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one. Odds are pretty even. Well, I guess fight. it, yeah, well, I guess it depends, right? There's also that aspect of when you're competing against your friends that you don't like, I don't know. You don't yeah. want to, you're not trying to you knock to break them out. You're not trying it's to not snap them. Yeah. But and that until potentially until the main event. itself to the grappler. Right, because yeah. if you're not putting that's 100% what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got you to look like shots, a dick. Yes. He's then, just going to keep coming in. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have any. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. and, walk take down, <laughs> and take downs are, take downs are exciting, so the crowd's going to be like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> and leg kicks only deter him if I'm putting damage on the front leg. Like, that's right, like, attacking that. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Mm. I think you got to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> hurt him early. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you everything I got and you'll just smile at me. Um, there's subversion. Oh, really? Grappling You're up competing. On. No, Ads is competing. Oh, oh I nice. saw that. Yeah. I had no so idea I'm, until. Um, I'm okay. his coach. I'm going to be in his corner. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, awesome. so how does that work? Is there like rounds or? No, it's just a jujitsu. It's well, a, a it's 10 a minute round. Only. One 10 minute round. One 10 minute round. No points. It's a long time, isn't it? It is pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so no. Okay, that's. That, I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Because then you're not you're not playing the points game. You that's actually true. have to go for the kill. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, it'd be good. How can we wa- can we watch that? Any, on yeah, they broadcast through Facebook. So oh, that's go, what we need to do for ours. Yeah, we could and totally you, you use pay. That. You pay. It's like twenty five bucks. That's how, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, they've, awesome. they've been doing quite well. They've run. This is their maybe their second or third event throughout COVID. I think I might watch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd love to see Adam. Fight. Yeah. When I move in, but build my my gym up north, I'm going to challenge your your gym, this gym. Oh, that's cool. My gym down here. So he's, yeah, my right gym's going to challenge my gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to challenge some you guys. Kind some of fight night type of yeah, thing. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool idea. Yeah. We could do JB games. Interstate, yeah, interstate, but like inter. But not fight night. I feel like fight night would be the one. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, because then you don't cool. know your opponent. You know? Ah, uh, yeah, right. You don't you don't get to meet them much. You can prep outside of them. Yeah, it's a bit more serious. It's got to be some sort of information. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 co- yeah. You got you, that'll be up who's to us. making the because fu- someone needs to know. Yeah, you got to match the fight. Matching has to yeah. be in my gym favor. <laughs> yeah, I think we need. I need to do some hype videos, don't I? Interviewing the fighters, like, <laughs> yeah. what do you think your opponent's biggest weakness is? What do you think your big? You know, trying. I want to do the artwork. What do you want? What do you want to say to them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of that is great. Yeah, what do they call it? M- embedded. That well, that's just like a behind the scenes kind yeah, of. Yeah, that would be fun. One of those. That'd be cool. I like it. Oh, we got a bit of work to do on this. I we, think it's, we do. Yeah. yeah, 
But I think the gym ne- need that. Well, we need it. We need a like a. We didn't get JB kind of Games. Event. People here like a bit of competition, you know. And having uh, an event like this, I think, firstly, it's good to earn a bit of money for a charity, but just to get everyone's spirits up because it's been a pretty shit year for a lot of people. Mm. Yes, you know. Yeah, to come in and switch off and watch some blood spill all over the mats. Just go, <laughs> 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 like a modern day gladiator event. Yeah, totally. I think we should be able to chuck bottles at the net <laughs> if the flat's not not you know. Well, we're talking. We're not. We're talking about spectators. No spectators. Some. No, we'll have um because limit. we're limited to fifteen on the top floor. Right. So that'll be like officials, um, ref, commentators, and like a doctor, and yeah. then there'll be a few. VIP tickets that will cost a little bit more. Yeah. I'm thinking at least a two-camera oh, setup. And the VIP tickets are upstairs? Yeah, up. yeah. They'll get front front okay. row up the top. That's and then cool. down below underneath the mezzanine, um, so you can face the actual net. And so you can see mm-hmm. the fight up top. Mm-hmm. We'll have uh, – and it's dark under the mezzanine. We'll, we'll put the projector up there so people can watch the fight oh, live. Cool. On the projector, but no, also happening. see the action right up on. against the net and that kind Correct. of stuff. That's cool. And if they lose sight of the fight as it goes to the back of the mezzanine, they can just look down and watch the watch the big screen. Wow. And then we'll have it on Facebook. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be great. So then we can put – how many on the bottom floor? 30. Something like 30, that. 30 on the bottom floor. 35, including the front square, I think. Incredible. Or something like that. Yeah, These yeah, will yeah. be at least 12 bucks. $15 for a crown lager. <laughs> Bring out the good stuff for fight night. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking about getting Ian Schaefer on the podcast. It'd be a good time to yeah. get him on and I don't know, yeah. maybe get him to do an exhibition match against Tiora. Yeah. How would that be? Yeah, I'll fucking battle him at breakdance. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be doing uh, popping. I'll have a pillow fight with him. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've seen what that guy does to humans. He's a machine. And have you spoken to him? Yeah, he's keen. He's just not available on Fridays. Can you tell us a little bit about who he is? And, and, and how you know him. How you know him. Yeah, he's um, – so Ian Schaefer is an Australian uh, ex-professional kickboxer <coughs> who uh, fought in K1, which was a Japanese yeah. promotion. And Dream. He fought he MMA fought in, as well. Did he fight yeah. MMA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so he's a he's a homegrown fighter, and I I kind of knew him by association because he trained at Gracie Jiu Jitsu uh, way back. So I knew some guys that knew him, and I actually met him on a film on a on a on a video shoot once. We did a I did a film clip for some fucking musician. It was a horrible night shoot in Potts Point. They're always like that. That's fucking terrible. Is there any other kind? I know what you say there. And Schaefer, yeah, and he was there, and he 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 commented on my cauliflower ears. And um, and then he was like, oh, you do fighting, what are you doing? And then we had a chat and I was like, oh, what about you? And he's like, yeah, my name's Ian Schaefer. And I was like, oh, I've heard of you, man. Mm. And I didn't really know too much about his career. What was he doing there? He was in, he was in the film clip. He, he was, was an extra. Yeah, he was yeah. there with some of his boys. Mm. And um, yeah, he was such a lovely guy. And we just kind of, um, I don't know, just sort of were hanging out a little bit that night and, you know, a bit of banter back and forth. And then um, that was really it. And then I think I did a bit of research on him and saw some of his friends fight highlights and stuff and was like fuck he fought at the top level right oh yeah yeah best of the best like yeah. in the in the yeah the, the the best of the best of the time and he had the the famous head kick knockout of um uh, takanori gomi that's the one yeah it was gomi right yeah who was also like he was the the rising star of the time yeah right he was jumping into the ufc like for display like yeah, he just jump in fuck people up and then bail and- yeah, he was. Actually, I think Gomi was the guy that Nate Diaz did famously did the go-go platter on. Oh, okay. He'd done a go-go platter submission until then. Wow. But yeah, he was like real good and Schaefer just fucking wiped him. Yeah, it was, um, it was an upset, big upset. But right. oh, man, it was a vicious kick. It was a spinning, spinning technique, wasn't it? Spinning heel kick. Yeah. Wasn't it a heel kick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just hit him on the jaw, Ouch. I think. It was rough. Yeah, it was like one of those ones that you look and you're like, so impressed with the technique, but you're also worried that the person's like not dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was, oh yeah, it was vicious. But he'd have some great stories about the Japanese culture and how he, you know, dealing with um, their, the, that, that affiliation and, and um, 
just all, all of that. There'd be some good stories in there. There would. Because that was like almost the wild west of, of martial arts before it started to become really regimented and weights and testing for steroids and all that stuff came later. Yeah, I think those guys, they didn't get tested, did no, they? No, never. Japanese were, would actually promote a lot of... Not, I don't know if... I think probably Pride. before Ian Schaefer's time, like the K1 event with like Sam Greco and... And those guys, they they were they were almost pushed into. You, we want you on the gear. We want you really. Like, yeah, at the get big, get strong. You could possibly be holy shit to compete. <laughs> yeah, whole different ball game, and stomping the head and all kinds of kick soccer balling the head. Well, it was brutal. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing that these guys fucking came out of that shit. I mean, I guess yeah. not all of them did. Yeah. You know, but um, but Schaefer had a chat with him the other day, and, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd love to come on your podcast." But I was like, you know, talk about like your fight career and what it was like and injuries. And he was like, oh, mate, the injuries. It oh, sounds yeah. like he's, he's, you know, pretty wounded from those years. Yeah, oh, for sure. So, but he also grew up in Redfern, I think. So his childhood would be really interesting. To talk. Oh, that would be awesome to get him on. Yeah. yeah. Great. And then obviously team up for the exhibition match. Against maybe you and me can take him on together. <laughs> <laughs> I'll strike him. I'll do the wrestling. You do the striking, yeah. and he just does both. <laughs> Put a blindfold on him. That'd be cool. Mm. <laughs> I'll still get head kicked. <laughs> you'll you'll find he's probably you'll be find me it. that accidentally does it because he'll dodge it and it'll get you. And <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, well, fight night's coming up on the. Uh, 12th of December so there's really what two months for that so for folks listening we'll put our details out about it about how you can uh, how you can spectate and get involved and uh, I mean we want to get as many people watching it as possible so share the word tell your friends um, you know if you like the episode and you like want to share the fight thing with someone share this episode with your friends tell them about the show get them listening because the more subscribers and the more interest we have the the better the you know that we can do this thing Come in and learn some martial arts. Come and train, man. Junglebrothers.com. Yeah. Get at us. Um, if you want us on Instagram, in it's a at Jungle safe, Brothers Movement. Uh, safe, uh, um, a safe, uh, what do you call it? Environment. Yeah. Safe. safe um, you, um, uh, I've forgotten. But anyway, you'll, you'll feel good here training martial arts. Yeah. And, and we're, very, we're very responsible about how we introduce people into the, the sort of more live aspects of the fight stuff so you don't get thrown into the deep yeah. end yeah we yeah it's really it's a really lovely way of, you know we we're talking before about how you see people sort of step through that thing like from people who've come through the doors just to get fit with no interest in the fight thing to now being on the fight night yeah right That's so true it's like really back. cool yeah, yeah. yeah so and coaches as well also like, not you know coaches that never done any any form of self-defense and uh, all of a sudden a kicking ass. It's great. Hopefully kicking ass. Yes, Paul. We've got big expectations. Do you represent all of us out there? Three of us. That's right, bro. Well, I'm a little bit more Pavel <laughs> because, you know, the grappling <laughs> thing. and Oh, my. You know. Oh. I, I see this as you get tea, Pavel gets me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fuel. It's just fuel. Yeah. You know? Hit that road. It's like... He's like, every time they say this is going to be his biggest challenge yet, what about after I smash this guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents, thanks Bring for today. It. Thank you. See you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Cheers. Bye.